0: If you are located outside of the European Union, the United Kingdom, and or Switzerland, then you need an authorized representative. So I have a good news. You have found it with Easy Medical Device. And if you are also in need of an importer in Europe and in Switzerland, then contact us definitely at info at easymedicaldevice.com. I-N-F-O at easymedicaldevice.com, And I'm sure we can help you. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Alazuzzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory aspects. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standards today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir al from easymedicaldevice.com. And today, we'll try to talk to you about ETO, but we are not talking here about how to sterilize a product or what kind of um, CE marking you need for products sterilized on ETO. We talk about a completely different topic, and I have with me Christina Ziegenberg from BVMed. So, Christina, welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to me uh, for me to talk with you, uh, this time in front of the camera. Uh, Normally, I'm used to to be a listener to Mm your podcast.
0: Thank you very much for that and yeah, really happy to have you because as I said, I'm trying to open the podcast to a lot of different groups of voices and manufacturers, um, notified bodies, but also trade associations and everything. So the idea is mainly to have the view of uh, a lot of people. And as I said, today we'll talk about ETO. So we discussed about a certain topic about ETO before. And I said, oh, let's maybe bring that to the podcast and, and, and get get the the opinion also of people. But before that, maybe just a quick introduction of yourself and maybe of BVMed also. What exactly is BVMed?
1: A few words about uh, myself. I'm a deputy managing director of BVMed and head of regulatory affairs. And I'm um, chemist and pharmacist by profession. Um, and I'm in the medical device field for about... Um, since since 2012, um, okay. with working experience in the industry and competent authorities and also um, for the last five years in the trade association. Uh, in my current job, I'm dealing with medical device regulatory affairs topics um, and also with chemical topics uh, in course of the chemical sustainability uh, strategy, but also other uh, chemical topics um, concerning medical devices.
0: Great. So uh, as you said, so chemical topics, we talk here about ETO. <laughs> so maybe uh, first, uh, can we explain to people uh, what is ETO, what is uh, this uh, kind of uh, of uh, of substance? And then we can talk more about the situation uh, actually about ETO in the European market.
1: Well, um, ethylene oxide is uh, a very important uh, substance used uh, for medical devices. um, And um, it's used to sterilize uh, sterile medical devices. Um, Around 50% of all sterile medical devices are sterilized with uh, ethylene oxide. um, And therefore, it's very, very important for the industry.
0: in terms of ethylene yeah. uh, oxide, so as we said, it's important, but uh, it's used by a lot of people. But there was always some kind of controversy or discussion about ETO and uh, how it's used. So mainly here we have uh, some situation also in Europe about ETO. So it's not like, uh, yeah, people are uh, really, um, yeah, it's it's not like it's straightforward in terms of ETO and in, in terms of for for the market. Now, what's happening here related to the regulation? So is ETO still authorized to be on the market? Is Can we use ETO? Or is there some kind of situation that is happening now?
1: Well, at the moment, there is a, a legal uncertainty uh, in Europe regarding the legal uh, status of ethylene oxide uh, for sterilization uh, processes um, and, and purpose. Uh, the authorization uh, of ETO as a biocidal Uh, active substance under the BPR, the Biocidal regulation, is currently being reviewed uh, by the Commission, by the European Commission, and it has been for a couple of years. Um, The ETO consortium uh, representing six, I think uh, there are six uh, ETO suppliers for sterilization purpose, uh, first applied for the approval of uh, ETO as an active substance in December 2009, a couple of years ago, yeah, um, as part of the review uh, procedure for um, existing active substances under the uh, Biocidal Regulation. At this time, it was the Biocidal Directive that turned uh, into a regulation in 2012-2013, well, and the, prosu- the the procedure the procedure uh, then took uh, it occurs in accordance with the requirements around the biocide law. This means the assessment report of the Evaluation Competent Authority, it was uh, or it is Norway, uh, to the ECHA, um, the public consultation and the BPC opinion. And uh, the European Commission now plans to complete this procedure with a decision on the non approval of eto under the bpr and this is the important thing okay because they say um it's uh, it doesn't fall under the bpr it falls under the mdr so namely be- because of the of the definitions in the mdr
0: So are you saying, so BPR is mainly the biocidal uh, side for the regulation for biocides. So uh, ETO, which is the Steriland that is making sterilization of medical devices, was regulated under the BPR. Now they are trying to change that, and now they want to regulate it under the MDR, saying that it is a medical device itself. So this is mainly the summary here.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. So here we have really a situation now. So it means that... Uh, ga- gas, ethylene oxide, um, will be, if I can say, under the same level or the same uh, aligned with an MRI machine or any other like sterilant or st- sterilization uh, equipment, also etc So this is mainly why they are thinking that ethylene oxide is a medical device because it's there is a sentence, if I remember, on the definition of medical devices that says anything that is sterilizing or whatever a medical device is also considered as a medical device so this yes. is what they are using as a sentence
1: yes yes they they uh, mainly refer to the to the definitions in the MDR that states uh, every substance uh, that is used to uh, to clean or to sterilize medical devices is also a medical device
0: so if we stay on this logic then um water for steam sterilization will also be under <laughs> the MDR i mean it's, it's 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 the logic in that in that case
1: it, it may be it may be and not only uh steam uh also other uh, sterilized uh, agents uh, that that are used to sterilize medical devices could fall under this uh, definition like um, gamma uh, radiation yeah. or x-ray or um hydrogen peroxide or um something like that
0: so yes is this so is this a plan or are we already having this uh, situation happening now is, do do no, do i have no. to have etwas medical devices now or is it like a plan or a suggestion
1: well, at the moment it's it's uh, a legal uncertainty because uh, the biocide uh, department of the commission um, they follow this this uh, definition and this uh, route but the medical device competent authority uh, authorities within the MDCG and also the the medical device department of the commission uh, they are still discussing this topic. so they do not completely follow this um, this route, and they question if this uh, really tackles um, the the definition of the MDR.
0: So are we now in a situation where the ETO is not regulated at all for the moment or it's still regulated by the BPR?
1: Well, since the the non-approval is not published yet, uh, it's it's an open
0: question okay. so uh... and and
1: this is this is uh, mainly our our uh, concern. Um, that the the non approval under the BPR will be published um, soon or or uh, in in the near future. Okay. And and this would would lead to uh, probably market um, disruptions.
0: So yeah, what is the consequence now for medtech industry? So in that case, we have this um, this publication. So what will be the problem then for the industry?
1: Well, the problem. Uh, could be or or will be that uh, ETO will not longer be available for sterilization um, purpose and this would would uh, lead to massive uh, disruption of patient care.
0: So when you say it would not be available uh, means that the manufacturers that are yeah manufacturing if I can say the uh, the ETO, the gas, uh, we need to follow MDR, so it means that they have to go through the quite large system, notified body, uh, getting typical yeah. file, etc., et So the 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 disruption will be due to that, but it's also due, I suppose, that those manufacturers have never worked with MDR or uh, MDD before, so it can be also yeah, absolutely stressful for them, also.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They they haven't been in touch with the MDR and and the the obligations that that comes with the MDR, um, and they need to follow if if this route that the the BP uh, the the um people um, are thinking about, they would uh, have to to follow the the conformity assessment under the MDR. And as far as we know, they already started their their journey in this direction so um every discussion uh, within the mdcg and the the medical device competent authority that um, the mdr is not the the pathway that will be followed um is is um could be a problem because they are already they, they started their journey uh, to the MDR, they um, started discussions with uh, notified bodies. They uh, started to uh, invest uh, a lot of resources uh, to comply with the MDR rules and the the QMS um, updates that are needed to to comply. And uh, every uncertainty that that comes up um, will will. Uh, have an impact on the on the future availability
0: so uh, are we talking here um specifically about Europe so meaning that uh, it is regulated under the umdr in Europe so can they continue to sell the uh, this ETO outside of Europe without any problem or it's also impacting the the rest uh, of the world like Asia, or if they want to sell in the, in the other part of the world, Africa, etc. So is this something that will be impacted, or or it's only a- affecting European Union?
1: Um, both, I would say. Both, because uh, this this uh, open discussion has an impact on the use of ETO in Europe. So every, every medical device, um, even if... No matter if if it's a CE mark device or a device for for uh to to be marketed uh, outside of the EU, um could be uh, it it could be a problem to be sterilized in in Europe.
0: So there can be some so that, descriptions of those products also because they will not yes. be available. So mm-hmm. um I suppose also it would be a so for those medical device manufacturers that are using ETO, um maybe. Hearing this message can raise some kind of panic because they say, okay, now what will I, will I use? Because if I contact my provider of ETO, he will not be able to provide that to me. So should I change already myself, my method of stabilization now, or should I find another solution? So is, is this what's what can happen also as a consequence? Hey, just a second. Do you need a EU, Swiss, or UK representative? Then choose Easy Medical Device. We can represent you and also become your importer. Contact us at eo at easymedicaldevice.com.
1: It, it might, but it could be different, uh, dif- difficult, or, or it will be difficult, because uh, the the sterilization method that is used uh, for, for um, certain medical devices is not um it is not possible to be changed uh, in any case because eto is um is used uh, because of for a wide range of medical devices or, or materials that that do not tolerate any other um, method and so i know you, that you can't you can't uh, change the method um easily
0: yeah and i know that a lot of manufacturers are using also eto because uh it's like mass sterilization it's not like sterilization of small batch it's like a big uh, batch yeah. that you can put in a, in a chamber and then you put eto so it's it's for also big lots of products so moving to another way is also a problem because this is not maybe uh, compatible also so um
1: Yes, and even if you could change it, it would uh, it would mean that that you have to change uh, the whole processes. and um, you know this is not that easy uh, in terms of resources and and uh, uh, conformity assessment and changes and and so on uh, due to the the current status uh, of of the MDR uh, compliance. Yep.
0: I I know that, yeah, during the design and development of medical devices, we are mm. also thinking of which material to use to be compatible with which uh, sterilization method. Like, the material should not be absorbing the ETO also. Uh, but if it's this material, may be not compatible with uh, gamma sterilization with others. So it's it's why, yeah, design and development of medical devices are taking this information into account prior uh, that the product is released. So, yeah, as you said, changing from this method to another is maybe... Um, a big a bit of a problem here. Um okay so now that we explained the problem if I can say um, is there a solution or what's what's the situation now what, what what are we proposing here
1: well um the 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 one and only solution uh I guess is not existing. Okay. Um we as a as a trade association representing, uh representing our members uh that that are in fact very concerned about this this whole topic um tried to find solutions and published a position paper um not, not not long ago um where we address the problem and also find possible solutions. We do not think that the way and the path the biocide people um uh, try to find uh, is in that uh, meaning, the right way, because we do not think that uh, the the definitions in the MDR really matches with uh, with the use of ethylene oxide, because we say um, the sterilization process um, within the, the the manufacturing process is one step, and it's not a, a sterilization of finalized medical devices so we say the the uh, definition in the mdr is not really matching but there could be a solution um to to bring ethylene oxide into the mdr even if it's not the best way but um it it could be more future proof than the the bpr way Okay. Um. And we we uh tried to to find solutions uh, to to bring it in into the MDR, um, and this could be to uh include it in the Annex uh, sixteen. Okay. As a as a uh device, not a medical device, not with a medical purpose, uh, or intended use. Um, but to include it in in the uh, Annex sixteen. Um, and to, to publish common specifications to clarify which clinical data or, or uh, data in general has to be, have to be provided by the ETO fillers, by the, by the manufacturers of the gas for sterilization processes and also to, to have a guideline, um, for Notified Bodies, what, what should uh, be proven?
0: And um, Annex 16, so as you said, it's uh, the annex in the MDR for products that have no medical purpose. Uh, there are a few t- categories that are listed there. This category of sterilants is not, so it means that we have to create a new category under the Annex 16 and include this one, and maybe this will open the door to the other ones, I suppose, also
1: maybe yeah. maybe
0: and um so is so you've said that you have made uh i mean BVMED has made a position paper so was there already some comments or was there already some feedback from from this
1: we discussed this with the uh, with the commission and also with uh, our uh, german ministry of health uh, as the discussion in the mdcg is ongoing um and there is um it's it's not the the ideal way um, that that they they say okay yeah that's that's the solution and and uh, let's go for it um, but I think uh, and in in within discussions with our members that this uh, could be a way to to have sustain uh, and and really a continuous supply of ethylene oxide and and it's really important to have that.
0: So here we talk about BV Med, which is mainly a German trade association. So, are the other trade associations over Europe are also raising their voice about that, or you are the first one, and this maybe will open the door for the others?
1: Um, there is uh, the discussion uh, as as I as I mentioned before. It's, it 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 took long long time. Uh, the, the discussion started uh, years ago and also Matic europe is uh, is uh, discussing this topic uh, for years now um but we started to uh, to uh, put everything together uh, within this position paper because um our members are really concerned about the the uncertainty the legal uncertainty that that this topic brings and um we try to to have one one um association voice uh, to to find really solutions to to have legal certainty and and the continuous um supply of of ethylene oxide
0: yeah and um so mainly yeah this problem can be coming and as soon as you are talking about disruption um it's um, we, rema- we remember that when we say these words it's uh, opening also the eyes of uh, the EU Commission. When we said disruption for MDR, then it was pushing MDR away. When we said disruption for IVDR, then it pushed IVDR again away, et cetera. So um, is this also something that can happen that the EU Commission or will be pushing that away and say, well, let's think about that for later? Or, I mean, well, is this well, objective? It, it,
1: we, in our discussion with the Commission, uh, it, the 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 biocide people and also the medical device people um they they know uh, and they they are aware uh, of of this uh, of these problems that that could uh, come with that um and they they postponed the the non-approval uh, of the of the uh, gas under the BPR until a solution is um, is fined so um that's that's what what um what they told us um and um i hope they th- that it will be uh, that that way because um otherwise there there are uh massive consequences for all patients in europe
0: so when we say for example that uh, there is be this publication that was postponed so in the case let's say that this publication for uh, non-applicability for BPR is hap- is happening today. So will it be? You think? Do you think that it will be by today that it should be following MDR? or There will be the transition. I say we give you three years to transition and then to to do the the, the this thing under under MDR. Well, the
1: the procedures under the uh, BPR. Uh would not give the possibility of any tra- transition uh, time and if the the um definitions under the MDR would would um, have to be followed um there would not be a, a transition time so this is this is also one point that that we uh that we try to to find a solution and to um, have the possible MDR certification and conformity assessment uh, before the non-approval is published.
0: Okay. Um, we, I heard, I mean, we, we are making some updates, regulatory updates in the world, and we saw also that there were some discussion, or there are actually some discussion in the U.S. market about ETO also. So are we talking about here the same thing or what? what is it? And mainly, is this related or not?
1: Um, it's it's not it's not really related, uh, and even it, it's not the the, the same thing. Um, in the in the US, uh, it's also discussed to ban ethylene oxide okay. um, from the market, but um, and, and it's also uh, been discussed for years. But it's a, a different level. It's a, a different approach, um, and here or in 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 the states, it's more. Uh, Um, environment and and uh, worker safety topic Um, it's it's quite different um, from the from the discussion in europe um, because especially in germany we have very very high standards um, to to that that comes with the with the safe use of ethylene oxide so it's quite different Um, it's a quite different discussion and topic, but in the long run, um, it's it's also the discussion of uh, the ban of uh, ethylene oxide.
0: So do you think you, this discussion that there is in the US can maybe come also to Europe and say, okay, we have also to ban because of uh, some environmental consideration or this kind of thing?
1: Well, I don't think so because, as I mentioned, we have we do have high uh, standards that secures the the safe use of ethylene oxide, and also the the uh, not only the safe use uh, within the sterilization process, but also um, the the residuals in in uh, in the medical device itself.
0: Um, in terms of uh, your position paper, so now you have this position paper that has published. Is there a next step, or is there is there something that now we are looking for? You said there are some discussion on GMDCG with the EU Commission, etc. So, is there something that should be done, or we just have to wait now?
1: Well, we we will uh, continue our our discussions with the Commission and also with the, our Ministry of Health to find solutions, to find secure, legal, secure solutions. Um, and so uh, we will we will stay with this topic um and and uh, will not uh, only wait for for um, any decisions or anything like that
0: yeah i think it's uh, as i said uh, this discussion is important we don't hear too much about this uh if i can say on 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 the industry so it's important to raise uh, this concern that this can happen we don't say it's happening or whatever but this can happen and if it happens there can be some consequences for manufacturers that are um using ETO as a a sterilization method. Uh, so yeah. So if you hear about that, you know this is mainly because of uh, of this discussion that is uh, happening here between the biocidal regulation that was regulating that mm-hmm. before, and now they, they don't want to regulate that anymore. And now the MDR that is not regulating that now, but they would it would maybe regulate that be, uh, later, which will open again the door for maybe other sterilants or other kind of biocides that uh, are sterilizing some medical devices here.
1: Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Not sure that that it's really a door opener for for every other um sterilization method or or uh, agents that that uh, are used because there are um there are processes and and uh, legal certain um ways to to tackle that so i'm not sure if this is really the big problem but uh, ethylene oxide is um, at the moment it's it's um not, not, uh, there is no clear pathway.
0: And it's it's already a big problem if it happens to ethylene oxide, so it's, uh, it's gonna impact the, the full uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, no, it's great. So, um, I mean, if people want to check, uh, this information, where they can go exactly?
1: Well, our, our uh, position paper is published on our website. Um, at the moment, I think it's, it's only in German, but I will, um, I will uh, also, um, look that it that uh, the, the english version will be uploaded um and um well if you want to join the discussion uh, and and the the current uh, topics that we are dealing with um feel free to contact me um my contact details um i'm not sure if you will um if we, you will um also put that in, exactly. uh, in your show notes but uh, it's also it, it can be found on the on the website no problem. I'll,
0: I'll put your uh, your um, your linkedin page uh, and also the BVMED website where uh, normally there is all the information and the position paper in German also. Yeah, if you have it in English, it can be great also for, mm-hmm. for people. And yeah, if there is any questions, so you can, um, for people that are listening, you can also uh, raise your question directly uh, to Christina and um, uh, mainly, um, yeah. Also, tell if you have uh, any concern on, on these topic so that uh, the yeah, and if,
1: as as I told, um, it's it's not the the ideal and best solution, um, but it was the only way we we thought it could be uh, it could be solved, uh, and I'm I'm uh, open for discussion if there are creative uh, other solutions.
0: Yeah, always. <laughs> Great. So uh, thank you, Christina, again, for uh, raising uh, this uh, topic, because as I said, I was not aware until uh, you you talked to to me about it. Uh, And I'm sure that this will be interesting, a lot of medical device manufacturers that are using ETO and that uh, uh, that, uh, maybe will have to understand this, uh, this situation here. Okay, Christina, it was really a pleasure. Thank you very much. And I wish you a nice day. Bonnie al a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory effects. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market.